genre. Hi everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 Ninja Turtles live action movie sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, and we're doing it one minute at a time. It is minute four, I am your host Scott Tofty, with me as always are our other co-hosts Chris O'Connor, hey, Rachel Gatlin, hello, and Adam Sheehan, ahoy hoy, what's up gang, hoy polloi? <laughs> uh, there's a dog down the street from me. His name is Pong Pong. <laughs> Pong Pong. That's a cute P O N G. Pong Pong. He's a really old pong, pong. pug. But your ahoy hoy and a poi poi made me think of a Pong Pong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, we are here in minute four of Turtles Two: The Secret of the Use. Uh, this minute is starting with a very handsome. Man with pantyhose on his face asking a question to Ernie Reyes Jr. And this minute ends with a super sort of fuzzy close-up on Raphael as he's about to say something really interesting. One line. One line. Um, so this is this is the minute where we get our first glimpse of the turtles, but let's not rush into this, guys. It's a little let's more than a glimpse. Uh, the first thing we hear in this minute is this uh, Luke Perry-looking dude with his pantyhose <laughs> on his head and his super awesome turtleneck asking, uh, what are you, night security? He's wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> Get it? Uh, Get it? And he, and, he, and he pulled his pantyhose mask off to ask this question. Oh, well, because yeah, it's a like, really uh, important question. But it's <laughs> it's like, so important that he's going like, to reveal his like identity. Now you have to kill this kid. Can we talk about the fact that he looks at a guy holding a bag of pizza and asks, and asks him yeah. if he's nice security. <laughs> I mean, that could be his snack. Yeah, maybe he's just undercover. Yeah, or, or yeah, but he but he's wearing a jacket that matches the pizza box. <laughs> maybe like. maybe the nights maybe you know this this burglar is just not very good at like you know uh, cutting repartee. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he would not fit very well on the WB. <laughs> also, also Kino is pretty unassuming looking, like. I don't know why you would assume he's night security. Yeah, he he's doesn't look like he could do much damage. But he also said, yeah. you're under arrest, which is not something people, like, ever oh. say. Right, Hey, right. that's a good point. I forgot about that. Okay. It's like, come on. Did we mention that yesterday? Arrest me? Really? <laughs> Citizen's arrest? No. that's not, Come on. <laughs> Nobody does that. The only people who do that are, like, pompous, like, privileged, like, uh, senior citizen, you know, white people, and they're, they're usually doing it because somebody's, like, selling something on the street corner. Uh, mm. Citizen's um, arrest is trash. So we talk about the fact that he's not night security pizza or pizza. Kino actually literally answers the question. No, I'm just a pizza delivery. Like <sighs> clearly nobody has gone to the Chandler Bing school of sarcasm here. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like night security? Could I be any Could more of a pizza delivery guy? Could I be carrying any more pizzas? <laughs> not for long. Um, but I also like that after Kino answers, handsome burglar dude has to pull his pantyhose back over his yeah. face. Yeah. Just yeah. to make sure I, that you I don't wonder, recognize I wonder me. if that was so that, like, uh, well, you know, never mind, like, the bit about not being recognized. I mean, that, that ship has sailed. But I wonder if the guy who pulled the pantyhose up to ask the question was, like, 
and act because he got a line. So this maybe this got him his like SAG card and like he's an actor. Maybe yeah. he had to pull the pantyhose down because he's also not the stunt guy and he's not going to go over there and take the hits. Oh, that's yeah. true. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. They also they yeah, seem to yeah. cast a bunch of guys in this shot that had very dark eyebrows and very dark hair. Like under the pantyhose, you can very clearly see the features of all three of these yeah, guys. Yeah, it'd be really creepy yeah. if they were like like really light blonde. It just like or, or a bunch what, of thumbs. What if, what if those features are just lightly airbrushed onto the pantyhose? <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Um, so Airbrushed we cut to the hose. shot. <laughs> it's my new band name. First band name of the <laughs> first band name of season two. Airbrushed, airbrushed pantyhose. pantyhose, but pantyhose is spelled like H O apostrophe S. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Um, so we cut to the shot of Kino, quick on his feet, thinking really fast, tosses the pizza up in the air. Plaid shirt guy catches it, and Kino with a real fast like one two great combination kick. of of spinning yeah. kicks and and like the sweep there. It's like oh man, it's so clean. It he's good at this. Yeah, it's like it's like a front kick and then like a like a reverse hook kick or something or a reverse heel kick or something. Yeah, yep. good stuff. Um, but if that pizza wasn't ruined before, <laughs> it's ruined now. It's, wait, let's it's just about gone. to say literally but that's, that. That's not can important. We, <laughs> can we chart the path of that pizza real quick before we talk about how awesome Ernie Reyes Jr. is? So the pizza is like mishandled it, by Roy at the pizza parlor, right? Which mm-hmm. how does Roy still have a pizzeria? Right, he gives right. it to Kino, and Kino tosses it around on the the moped and takes it off the moped and holds it up vertical. Correct? Yeah. Yes. And now he's right. thrown it again. So at, th- at least three times, this pizza has been completely and totally disregarded. Uh, the saga of the, this pizza. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to turn out when they open up the box. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. Ooh. It's true. We we will find out. I believe. Um, I, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, for those of you just joining us, Chris has not seen this movie in a very long time. Like 20 years, and I have not watched it in preparation, so I'm literally taking this one minute at a time. All right, Ooh. Chris, so as the resident combat expert, <laughs> let's just analyze this first little combination that uh, Ernie Reyes Jr., right, Kino, let, let me, let me throws out and, here. Let me go ahead and mute this, and, and I'll uh, I'll start this up. Well, let, let me first say uh, that the uh, the technique of like throwing the pizza box, that's completely legit. legit. That's legit self-defense. Like, if you're taking a self-defense class, they'll tell you that sort of thing. Thing, like have your purse or your bag or, or, you know, sort of whatever bulky item you have. If like you're walking in an area that you feel nervous, um, have it in such a way that you can throw it or drop it and put it in your way. And I, I do that all the time. Like when I go to, uh, when I go to my jujitsu class, like I don't get home until like 11 and if I don't take this like path through a completely unlit forest uh, for like ten minutes, then I, my walk is thirty minutes instead of fifteen. So I always take the walk through the unlit forest and find like some weird shit sometimes, but, um, I always walk <laughs> Wait, with my, with you're my, glossing right over the wa- weird shit that you find. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I found a severed deer head. How's that? So anyway, okay. you know what? Maybe we should just gloss over. I, this. I sent that one in as a report to the Fairfax <laughs> police. I was like, Hey guys, there, there was a deer head in this forest and I just thought you should know. Um, you didn't, you didn't blame Satanists. No, for it, I didn't, did you? I didn't specifically blame anyone. I was just like, <laughs> it was sitting in the middle of the path. Like somebody wanted other people to see it. So I was like, I feel like that kind of stuff is kind of screwed up. Um, that kind of stuff always gets blamed on Satanists and yeah. it's, it's, it's not fair. Eh, well, I'm going to say it. I, know. <laughs> I was, I was going to, 
blame like Dr. Lecter or something. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so I find some weird stuff in there. And so I'm always like sort of ready to take care of myself if the need arises. Um, but you, you ca- I carry my gym bag in such a way that I can either throw it at somebody or drop it and sort of have it between it. Like it's a big bag. If I were to drop it right in front of me and you know, I can back up a little bit and they have to you know, get over and go around it. I can keep it between us. It's a useful thing. So throwing the pizza, solid, good, good technique, good, good uh, choice of move there. And then he, it's kind of a, it's kind of a Bugs Bunny move. It it's like, here, hold this. It is like yeah. in, in this scene, the way they've got it choreographed, the stunt guy, like he reaches up to catch it, which is just dumb. Like people don't, they're not <laughs> typically going to do that. I mean, I suppose it can happen. Somebody might be like instinctively like, oh, I should catch the thing that this person I was going to say, like the, the untrained, uh, clearly not a fighter, you know. You yeah, just, just somebody who's thrown, like especially not delicious New York City pizza. And, and goes on. He's <laughs> like, he, he wants to take better care of that pizza than Roy and Kino have. <laughs> uh, and he also like gently sets it he down. Does. I was going like, to say, he's so calm about the way he puts it down. Like, oh dear, I don't want to hurt this well, any it's, further. It's still at this an he still kind of drops it at an angle near the end there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah he, okay. Let me. Let me ah, I'm trying to rewind to. So ah. we get the we get the front kick. You get the back hook kick. There's a spinning yes. heel Spin, kick. And the, all the, of these kicks, by the way, are super tight. Like I don't know if it's just the way they shot it or if it's Ernie Reyes Jr.'s incredible control. Ernie Reyes Jr. It looks Jr. like he's like very, right on the button with very these guys. well in control. He, he does really well. I think like when the third guy like comes up. Um, like you can see the, you can see the whiff a little bit. You can tell, you know, you know, you know, it's, it's oh, when he fighting. sweeps the leg. No, not the, the sweep the leg. I mean, like you can, that is not a, a big deal. You can, <laughs> you can kind of do that without really hurting somebody. You can kind of go for the leg and they can cooperate I with mean, it. And there's like some contact. I was going to say, but the, I just, you can notice the, the three and a half feet of distance between Kino and the attacker <laughs> when he sweeps the leg. But, but the, uh, the, the, the last guy that comes up, like, uh, some of those kicks there, you can kind of see where, where it goes past, but it's, it's fine. And he's still like very clean and like really good at this and it's just like man he's really good at this and when he's not wearing a suit he gets to you know actually show <laughs> off it's nice right because he wasn't able to move this much when he was donatello in the first movie yeah no kidding um i want to talk about the third attacker so the th- i've always loved this move so i used to emulate all this stuff when i was a kid on the playground like of my course. friends and i if we did a fight scene we would do like we would try to do the kino moves and this move right here this sort of like the, scissor it, kick the not like quite this, scissor takedown that just like yeah, it's, it's like, like a it's kick like a, and then like you're gonna come down with me let's both yeah. go down together and then he stomps him on the gut. But why is this guy wearing hammer pants? Because <laughs> it's ninety nine. It's ninety one. Was man. the style at the time? I mean, it, I, I, but I, they're like real. Like everyone else is like white boy chic, like Izod kind of looking. And this dude's just like eh, hammer pants. Yeah, that. But that's. A, I like the, the. There's like a a tighter shot of this third guy at first, and he has no expression on his face at all, and he almost looks a little bit like Colin Hanks. I, oh, I was gonna say Colin Firth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, the yeah, I, I, it it almost looks like the expression is airbrushed on. Like <laughs> I think that might be legit. Like he has. He kind of no, looks like Christian Bale too. Yeah, I, I really like that that sequence with the uh, the the faux scissor takedown. Does the little kick up and then does the 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 big like uh, hook kick to, right to the guys. Like, Stay down. It's, it's really really good. Well done. Mm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great ADR in this too. Like that little stay down. Stay down. Oh. And there's a lot of like like mumbling in the background it, and stuff. Okay, but then he gets to his Did I mention that I study martial arts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He that, did not. No, not whole up until sequence, now. as you were talking, I'm sorry, I was timing it from 7 seconds to 21 seconds and he takes out all three guys. So you're looking at what? <laughs> 14 seconds of fighting. You know, fight. Yeah, we we can all go on YouTube and watch uh, street fights, and some of them 
if they if they end in a not I, I remember there was an article that I saw um, a couple of a couple of months back that that made the rounds amongst my martial arts friends that was it was a lot of fun. It's like this guy trying to put together trying to come up with a way to sort of scientifically quantify um, all the street fights that we see on 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 the internet. World Star, and um, he 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 basically sat down and he wrote out this article about having watched like two hundred videos of street fights and like sort of like breaking things down. Like he he watched like an even number of fights between men and uh, between men, fights between women, uh, fights between men and women, like the sort of techniques they move, they used, like how thing, whether they ended up grappling, um, whether there was a knockout, whether there was a clear winner, and there was a, there was like an interesting uh, sort of bit that he, his, his takeaway, like, you know, his sample size is too small to, to get any real results out of, but you know, his sort of early idea was that if, if there isn't a knockout like in the first couple seconds, it's just not going to happen. Um, like anytime fights go longer than a few seconds, like people either tire themselves out or it's sort of like a a dominating win, uh, but without a knockout. Well, don't most MMA fights only last like 20 seconds? No. I wouldn't say most, but a a, a lot of them do. If most fights only lasted 20 seconds, it wouldn't be a viable sport making money. Mm, yeah, okay. you, you can't get drunk in 20 seconds <laughs> as a spectator. There, there, there have been famous fights oh, that end like, oh, there, sure. there, are great, there are some great fights that have, uh, you know, like some some like big name fights that have been like build up as like, oh man, this is going to be the, the, you know, it's five, five minute rounds, 25 minutes of action. They're going to, they're going to go in there. And it's going to be blood everywhere. And then, and then in like 20 seconds, I can't remember. Was it uh, Jose Aldo and um, Conor McGregor? I think. Like that one, like uh, Aldo. I mean, I know I one of the Aldo. Rousey fights was like that too. The, before she Ra- ended up Rousey had a, Rousey had a couple of she had a bunch of those. Rousey had a couple yeah, of fights watch where she just of yeah it the next yeah she, she had a lot of wins <laughs> where it was just like first round armbar and it was just long enough to put in a gif. Um, yeah. and then like you know, there have been fights like that before, like uh, uh, Joe Lozon taking out Jen. Uh, was it Jen's Pulver? I think it was Jen's Pulver. Like Lozon taking on Pulver. Back in back in the day, that was a good one because uh, everybody was like, "Oh man, Pulver's gonna kick a lot of ass." He's like, "Oh, it's great to see the champ come back." Wow. and who's this little Joe Lozon kid? And then Lozon just humiliated him in under a minute. So good. Well, didn't Tyson used to take criticism for that? Like, you would buy a, a fifty dollar yes, pay per view just to watch Tyson punch I, a guy once. I can't, rem- <laughs> I can't remember where it happened, but in the nineties there were, uh, and maybe in the eighties too. But 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 by the nineties, certainly there was sort of like a there was a kind of joke about Mike Tyson where it was like uh, maybe it was like in one of the Naked Gun movies or a National Lampoon movie. But there was I'm something sorry, like. Did you say Naked Guns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Naked Gun movies, oh. the police force, just, Frank Drebin, police no, squad. No, I, I got it. I just love that you called it Naked <laughs> instead of Naked. Naked. What? Naked. I, N-E-K-K-I-D, Naked. I, I said Naked. naked. What? I'm not picking on you. I just actually really like the way you say that. Anyway, continue. All right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, but like by the '90s, there was definitely like sort of a running joke in in like a lot of slapstick sort of goofy comedies where it's like, oh, let's watch the Tyson fight. Oh, it's over. um so yeah great sequence i the adr is hilarious kino's like haya voices are some of the best i've ever heard yeah he he has uh i don't know if i mentioned this before but like uh ernie reyes jr he is definitely he loves the and he is good at it 
Um, mm. He did um, in like the early aughts. He did. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how many fights he did, but I know he did. I watched like on ESPN three or something like a, a professional kickboxing bout that he did, um, where it was like, all right, let's see what uh, stunt man, you know, sort of point sparring karate Ernie Reyes Jr. does, and he beat the tar out of his opponent. And he did like the <laughs> weird because it's a thing that you, it, you know, anybody who's ever taken karate, they're used to being like, you know, you, when you break the board, you go, yeah. But then right. when you watch fights. Nobody does it ever because Correct. it frankly, it doesn't help. But Ernie I was Reyes, always, when I took Taekwondo, it was always like, and I might've mentioned this last season is that my, my instructor was always like, the reason you do that is to get the air out of your lungs in case you're hit. You can also so you just knock breathe. the wind out of yourself. You, you can also just breathe it out. Yeah. You, but you that's not nearly show. as entertaining. But when, er- <laughs> yeah, I, I always wondered that, like, is it, is it more theatrics it's thea- than anything theatrics. else? I guess it, it is, is absolutely theatrical, but. When Ernie Reyes Jr. had his fight and he was like in every combination when he when he finished with a power move, he was going Yah! on the finish strike. It was it was affecting. It was interesting. <laughs> it was uh, it was um, just like, all right, guy, you do that. I wanted to talk about the awful hanging plants on the wall on this set mm. <laughs> because we're in this underground mall and we'll get back to the more fight stuff in in our turtles here in a minute but i just i can't let this go we have this big white wall that leads in from outside right the the first wall you see that is behind kino during this whole thing and there's just these three awful hanging plants on the wall that appear to be hanging on nothing (laughs) they're like ferns they're floating plants it's just a very bizarre decorative choice well, you know, um, it was uh, decoration in the 90s, so. That's true. All right, so let's- They're probably artificial. 80s, 90s. Oh, man. They're not going to get sunlight down there. <laughs> I, I just noticed something. Scott, you mentioned this guy's wearing hammer pants. Yeah. If you, ta- if you take the the uh, the slider on your video player and you slide back and forth between like minute, uh, like second 19 and 22, <laughs> it looks like they're breakdancing. <laughs> Kino and this, oh. and this dude in the hammer pants. Okay, we have like, to find a way to gift Kino. that and then upload ninja, that. Ninja rap. Dance. <laughs> like, this is great. This is that's, awesome. That's pretty good. Um, so did I mention I studied a martial arts? And then we get this sort of like Indiana Jones, Han Solo meeting stormtroopers moment where like 30 guys come out at him. Yeah. Where were all these guys like three seconds <laughs> they, ago? They, Literally, they, they all come out carrying stuff right exactly now. You know, they, and they were yeah, all they in the bathroom. That the look, other three yeah. had it. It's not like it's a big mall. There's literally four shops. The other guys are standing five feet in front of where those other dudes just came out of. So they just saw like, this oh, happen. Hey, what's this going on? And like you didn't. And I love the ADR the in this shot. The ADR is just like let's get him. Random thug chatter. Peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. What? Okay, so did I mention I studied martial arts and then they come out? What is it he says? Okay, so no. I wanted to ask. Because it was hard we, to hear. So I've always thought, I, is it I no feel like or I always help? thought he says help. Help. But it makes more sense if he says nope. And I honestly nope. can't help. tell which he says. That's another one. Okay, oh. this is mm. the kind of like back-to-back minute things where it's just like, what did he say? Do I, we I, have to put up another poll? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I don't. I guess. I suppose we could just look at the script. I guess. Is, this is, is he, some is crowd he engagement. Gulp. Gulp. That maybe he's saying, he's maybe. saying the word gulp. I like that. <laughs> so, Listen, so, that is such gulp? a 1991 thing to put in a movie that, that would, I would believe. That it. would be a thing to put in there. Gulp? Yeah. That's okay. Another, it's another Bugs Bunny thing because yeah. Bugs Bunny would say yipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yipe. 
He's ve- he's a very Bugs Bunny character. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's either no or help. And if it's if 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 if, it, if it's gulp, then I feel bad because like this little moment, this little interaction where where he like you know delivers the sort of cheesy line about like uh, did I mention I study martial arts? And then his like either no or help, like that felt like really good. I'm like man this guy should be in more stuff. And then I remembered, yeah. oh yeah, in the 90s, he was in a lot of stuff, actually. He was in quite a <laughs> But he should be in more now. I like the you one know, guy. I, oh, sorry, Adam, go ahead. Sorry, you mentioned uh, I, we should look at the script. I, I agree. I'm going to see if I can get my hands on the script. I, I've been listening to other Minute podcasts And they always lately, have the script, you know. which makes us sound really unprepared and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're part of a community. I want to listen to other Minute by Minute podcasts if you're listening the out there. standard? Listen to other minute by minute podcasts. They're great, but I, I've been listening to. I'll just shout them out. Uh, Monster Squad minute lately because it's uh, hollow, it's around Halloween right now. As we're recording, but yeah, they, they have the script, and there's sometimes differences between the script and the movie. So yeah, I'm gonna try to get my hands on the script. You know I, what I, know I did we have. probably should have done this earlier, but yeah, I did have at one point the the kids novelization of this. Oh wow! Ooh, that was be like maybe 150 pages. Interesting of novelization. I wish I still had it. I don't think I do. Um, I know last season I went up in my parents' attic and dug out all my old books. I This one might have been up there. Hmm. I'll have to look. Um, but I was going to say at 32 seconds into this minute here, I uh, I like the guy with the pantyhose with the curl, uh, like the seam of the pantyhose giving him like an alfalfa curl at the front there or a tin-tin curl, I suppose. You see what I'm talking about? I do, I do. He's got like a Superman curl. Yeah. Wait, did we just find the script? Yes. Ask, <laughs> yeah. ask Google, and ye shall oh, receive. Rachel, that you're the was best. So fast. I was like, man, Rachel doesn't have anything to say about this. And then there she was, Googling. solving Sorry. the problem. So, uh, meanwhile, I'm here. Like sometime in the next month or two, I'm going to get my hands with the script and like, bing. Oh, All so, right, so already done. But when I do, I'll dream of something a little thinner. Oh, the script <laughs> says stack it over here. Oh, oh this isn't a terrible oh, format. No. Yeah, it's really bad. It's not no, a, I don't think this is the script. I think this is like it looks we like watched it's a the movie and wrote everything that happened. Oh, the, damn yeah. it. Yeah, it's a dialogue transcript. Yeah, ah. this says help on it, but uh But that's yeah, I don't what trust people it. hear, so there. No. Okay, I don't we'll trust find it. an actual script at some point. But anyway, right, I'll keep I'll keep looking. Back to the minute at hand. Uh, they crowd the screen and Ernie Reyes Jr. is like, I don't know what I'm going to do. He starts backing off and then we get some shadowy figures entering behind him as the strings crescendo. They're not that shadowy. These John Duprez (laughs) strings crescendo in the background. I got to say, they are not that shadowy and this movie is much brighter than the first one. Yes. And uh, I just always thought it was funny that the turtles literally just like made their grand entrance by walking down the stairs. (laughs) <laughs> they were just at Roy's can we talk Casual about the stroll. double take that Ernie Ray's done he's like oh hey cool green turtles <laughs> uh, what huh? it might actually be a triple take hang on let me count it alright there's one, one two and three, three. Oh, that take. is a triple take it's a solid and then it cuts he may have done four or five more <laughs> takes yeah. we don't know somewhere where during this freeze frame where are they jumping from Ernie sorry Rachel go ahead <laughs> I was saying, where are they jumping from? Because they go down the steps and then they are very high. Yeah, <laughs> they just was there a trampoline they, in that toy the store? <laughs> they, they've definitely uh, they ha- they do not skip leg day. No. Oh man, they they they're out, they're at the gym doing their CrossFit, like doing those stupid box jumps. Ugh. <laughs> I think it's worth pointing out that when they 
are on the ground and you see them jump, Donatello and Leonardo are in the opposite places of each other <laughs> compared to the next scene. <laughs> The kind of thing you only notice when you watch a movie a minute at a yes. time. Mm-hmm. Womp womp. So, I love that we I got a freeze frame to start this movie. <laughs> like, you don't get enough like awesome freeze frame action shots. And if you look at this carefully, this is, in my mind, it's an homage to that splash page from Ninja Turtles number one, the comic book. Ah, uh, yeah. Where yeah. all the turtles are sort of like lunging at the screen. We'll throw that in the show notes uh, for you. Yeah. But like, That's pretty this good. might be the one thing that Steve Barron didn't put in Turtles 90 from that comic book. Mm. Uh, and it's like the only comic book reference in this movie as well. I just like it. I think it's cool. I wish it was less blurry so it could be a cooler poster shot. Uh, but, you know, props to shouting out the Mirage comic, I guess. Mm. Whoop, whoop. I love the uh, the title work in this opening title sequence. Like, you get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It, like, swoops down kind of out of the background. And then the two comes, like, out of the audience's mouth onto the screen. <laughs> like, it, it's... Awesome. I love these all, all the little titles. kids in the audience going like, "I can read!" <laughs> yeah. Yay! And then what and then happens? Like, and then the secret of the ooze like shines onto the screen, mm, and then it melts and then off slowly, and then, yeah, melts drips away. off. I love it. You figure that's got to be like straight up two D cell animation, right? Yeah. 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 The the dripping part. Yeah. The the, the titles by by nineteen ninety one, like there was an editing machine where you would do title sequences like this. But whoever got to do the titles in this movie had a lot of fun. Well, for we'll, sure. we'll check that out by the you know the last couple minutes, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I wanted to point out that if you look at Leonardo's, the, the inside of his left quad, I guess it would be near his groin. Yes, I'm looking at a turtle <laughs> groin. He's got some super wrinkly uh, uh, skin going on there. Is that like a normal thing for turtles to have? Is like the really wrinkly? I guess, I guess it is, right? Yeah, Do you think, I think it's more of a latex foam rubber kind of. <laughs> you a don't thing? think it's yeah. just super accurate costuming? No. <laughs> um, we get the music. That's the one thing I want to talk about. So I just, I just picked up from New York Comic Con the John Duprez score. I think I've talked about it already. And they give mm-hmm. you the turtles theme, and we get kind of a variation on the turtles theme. It's the same melody here. Um, it's not the same tune we heard in the beginning of this movie, but it is the same theme that we hear in Turtles 1. However, he does sort of add another rhythm component, a new sort of rhythm synth in the background of it. Uh, they got more emus. Yeah, more more uh, digital instrumentation. More bits, though. dude. More bits. More moogs, as Rachel said a couple minutes ago. <laughs> um, but that hero theme is still super impressive. It's still really, uh, I think, dead on. Uh, and, and incredibly recognizable, especially after you've seen one movie. Now you know what it means. Um, I'm sad that this theme never got as popular as like other awesome 80s and 90s movie themes like Indiana Jones or Back to the Future. Mm. Well, I suppose that's asking a lot. That is asking <laughs> a lot. Um, this is good and it's recognizable, but it is not as good as the Indiana Jones march, dude. I mean, that I, I'll, I'll give on. you that. Let's be real. I'll give you that, but it's pretty darn close. It's, I won't, I won't it's even say it's as good. good, but it's very appropriate to the film. It's very mm. appropriate to the film. 
So the turtles land, and as they land, none of the thugs are impressed until we cut to the close-up of the thugs, and then they're all immediately like, we got to get out of here. Oh, God, these guys aren't people in suits. I really like the cut to when they land. You can very tell, you you can very easily tell that the way they got this shot, they just jumped from that mark, and then they, they just took them landing. Right. Like, that whole shot is probably really funny. <laughs> Just them jumping. Yes. Um, I, I'm hoping to God there's some behind-the-scene footage of that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like the, the, the mad scramble of these thugs. It's great. And the one guy who just puts the box down very calmly. Yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, just Slowly put the right here's a good place as any, I guess. Uh, so we get some of the first turtle action. We get a credit saying, based on characters created by Kevin Eastman. Uh, veteran of our show, and Peter Laird, <laughs> who we'd still like to have on at some point, exclusively licensed by Surge Licensing. All of these things we talked about last season, mm, so tasty, I guess tasty, no sir. need to retread that. Um, <laughs> but Leonardo delivers a pretty awesome kick, and immediately you notice on this close-up of Leonardo that the turtle faces are different in this movie. Hmm, a little we bit. Have, we have some different sculpts. Leo is significantly less puffy than he was in the first movie, and he looks way more like a Nerf football. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're, the yeah. eyes are way buggier. Much yeah, buggier they're in the eyes. They're, yeah, they are a little cuter. Dare I say they emulate the cartoon much more closely. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, you could say. I would just like to say the, that kick that Leo gave to that dude... Must have caused brain damage. Yeah, he kicks him right in the brain. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he forgot his name. Like, right in the speech center of the brain. <laughs> that guy forgot how to play piano, and the only way he's going to get it back <laughs> is by or, one or, more hit to the head. Or he learned how to play piano. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he could have just learned how to play piano. those funny things where you get, like, hit in the head, and suddenly you wake up speaking a funny accent. Yeah, or you just suddenly know French. <laughs> yeah, he just he only speaks French now. Like he didn't speak <laughs> and, and French before. And he's like a, a virtuoso piano player. <laughs> I love it. I, you know what? That would be a good end. That would be a good continuation for his story. I'm happy for Thug Number <laughs> speaks French and plays piano like a virtuoso. I guess that would be Thug Four <laughs> at this point. Thug Four. Thug Four. Say that five Blue times shirt. fast. Blue shirt number two. Yes, uh, and Leo says, awesome. So it seems like we're also getting a bit of sequelitis and that they're doing the same gag that they did from the beginning of the first movie where all the turtles say their you know, respective new catchphrase. Yeah, say if, it were, if it worked last time, it'll work next time sure. and this time and the next time. What was it that Leo said in the first movie? Did he say awesome? Um, you know, it's on our t-shirt from last season, isn't it? Is that awesome, righteous, bossa nova, Chevy nova? Was that what it was? Something like that. I don't remember. I think so. I mean, we could look at our own t-shirt store I think and find out. But. So hang on. I wonder, what does Raphael say? Do we get it in this minute? Nope. That's next minute. It gets cut right off. We get, we get blurry Raphael face. Yep. And he kicks the, Adam, you pointed this out. You talk about it. Yeah, so this is more fun titles. Um, so we get the the Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, Surge Licensing title, and then Raph jumps, makes this really weird face. He's got like this weird smile, but he kicks another thug right in the face, and as that kick lands, he kicks the title off of the screen, which is kind of cool. <laughs> which I don't think I ever <laughs> noticed before, but I kind of like it. Yeah, I didn't notice it and, on the first watch through either, and then you pointed it out, and I was like, oh, hey, oh. 
It does. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell yet. Chris, do you notice anything about Raphael's voice? Not yet. Okay, we'll save it for the next minute because we get this close up on Raphael. Uh, some very clear stunt head happening where the lips don't move as the ADR happens. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, blurry Raphael head. Again, the face sculpt, very clearly different, much buggier eyes. Friendlier. Friendlier. And that brings There's us... There's more whites to the eyes. Brings us to the yeah. end yeah. of the minute. Is there anything else that we want to talk about for this minute? Anything we missed? I'm not on this mm. one. Although, I gotta uh, say... Those, those, I got, I got to say, uh, Kino's triple take did kind of remind me of, have you ever watched that video of uh, a very clearly high Patrick Stewart giving acting advice on, on how to do like <laughs> double takes, triple takes, and the quadruple take? No. Are you <laughs> sure it's not from Extra? No, it's or not. Extras? No, it's not from Extras. It's uh, it's like a, it's like shot on a cell phone. It's a vertical video, I think, of him like up against a wall, like sort of squatting there and just very clearly high. <laughs> I mean, I'd believe it. <laughs> and, uh, and and giving some acting advice. I'll have to look that up. All right, well, that, we need to share, need to share that to the group. The, the mannequins in that store are pretty goofy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, there's a couple of shots of mannequins. One of them in the sporting goods store is like swimming, like suspended from the ceiling, swimming, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it feels, <laughs> like, uh, it feels like the 90s were a time when mannequins started to get weird. Because I, I remember as a little kid in the 80s, like in the JCPenney's and the Sears and at the mall, the mannequins always just kind of looked like people. But right. then in the but then in the 90s, they got like, they got weird. And now mannequins well, are just like these like weird shapes like really stylized and they're like modern art. And I'm just like, mm, I don't want to put that on me and then I'll look like that. Also, why do mannequins have nipples? <laughs> sometimes they don't sometimes i may have brought this up before on this show i don't remember but i have an irrational fear of mannequins so you did like, not like kim cattrall in the no, mannequin i i and i have a nightmare that they're going to come alive how do you feel about that one doctor the who first episode? episode of doctor of the new doctor who i don't i don't watch doctor who well Aww. maybe you, what a, what maybe a you should skip uh the first uh episode with christopher eccleston yeah <laughs> but do you remember that show on pbs Today's special. Yeah, about the mannequin that was like friends with people. Oh. Yeah, he had like, there was a magic hat that when you put it on the mannequin, he no. came alive. I feel like no. I vague. Yeah. Did that come on around the same time as Zubilee Zoo? Yes. Or okay. Wish- yes. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know <laughs> that right. one. Well, listen, we're, 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 we're pushing our 40 minute mark here for an episode. So let's wrap <laughs> this sucker up. 40 minutes uh, for minute four is not bad. No, not at all. Go uh, subscribe to our Patreon account over at DuelingGenre.com slash support. Not only do you get cool Turtles bonus content, but you get bonus content from a whole bunch of the other podcasts over there. So if you like Back to the Future or Spider-Man or uh, the the Cornetto trilogy. All or, the Marvel uh, movies. Yeah, all that stuff. You can get a kind of bonus stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at TMNT Minute. And uh, please, 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 we are wanting to get a bunch of these. Send us a minute of you ranting about Turtles 2. You, whatever thoughts you have, send it to us at tmntminute at gmail.com. We will air it on the show. We'll we'll promote it with hashtag TurtleFanMinute. Did I say Turtle? TurtleFanMinute. Turtle. Turtle. Did you? <laughs> Maybe I did. For the crew here at TMNT Minute 2, we bid you adieu. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Cowabunga. <laughs> so defeated. I said naked right. <laughs>